Hey, Luke. Hi, you okay? I'm good, thank you, man. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. Can, can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Perfect, perfect. How's it going? How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. How about yourself? Good stuff. Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Not too bad. Yeah. How's, how's, the, uh, how's the cold weather going over where you are? Yeah, it's not so great, is it? Nah, it's, Rocking off every day. It's freezing, man. It's freezing. No, it's not fun. But uh, but yeah, thank you so much for uh, for you know giving us your yeah. time and and for being the second um, the second guest on the Rising Fighter podcast. It's uh, it's an honor to have you. And uh, yeah, man, we've 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 seen your work, we've seen your fights. Um, you know, some some amazing stuff. Um, yes. Definitely, definitely a very exciting fighter. Um, you know, in the UK. So really, really pleased to have you um, chatting to us. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, thank you. Thank you for your time. And I just wanted to obviously, you know, firstly, get to get to know you a little bit better and understand a bit more about, you know, yourself a little bit more about your story. Um, I, know, yeah. I know, I know you've got a great record of two and one at the moment, up and coming, yeah. um, you know, two awesome, two awesome victories, one KO and one TKO, yeah. both in the first round. So, uh, yeah, some, you know, some amazing stuff, man. So I just wanted to, yeah, understand a little bit more about yourself, um, and a bit more about your journey. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, well, I started like, it must've been about six years ago now. Six years ago. Um, yeah, it was when my last year in high school kind of got into it. Yeah. Um, it's obviously one of those, it's got a lot bigger now, but back then it was, not quite as well known. Of course. Um, watching it on, watching like movies with it in. I think so. Warrior is my favorite movie. Warrior. Okay, nice. Is that the one with Tom Tom Hardy? Yeah. It's the one with Tom Hardy, isn't it? Tom Hardy in it. Yeah. Good stuff. So, love from watching that movie. I just decided, I'm I'm doing it. That's what I want to try. So I found a local gym, um, in Chester. Is that, is that and, unit uh, unit one MMA? No, that's where I go now. Oh, I went, oh right, okay. Uh, one so heavy hitters, it's called. It's mainly uh, a boxing gym. Okay. But they did MMA class there, so that's kind of how I got into it. Awesome. Trained there um, for two, three years. It's a great time. Um, went from the junior class up to the adults one. Um, moved into the adults one at seventeen. I was. Wow. So nice. thrown into that. Um, thrown about by all the adults. Yeah. Not fun. And then just because of work, I had to take a break from it. I just didn't have time to train or anything course, like that. Yeah. It's only recently, so 19, 20, December 2019, I started speaking to an old friend, um, Dave Jones, who owns Unit One. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So we started there. I grabbed a few friends from work and we kind of it's all come from there. We started a little gym classes, a few of us, training twice a week and just having fun. Um, I had my first fight on the um, what was it, Ultra MMA. Ultra MMA, yeah. First Chester event. So a charity First Chester event. event. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, the first one there was. So it was charity event, so raising money for cancer research. Great way for anyone to start, really, if anyone's thinking about it. Of course, of course. Uh, we had our eight weeks free training. Um, I dragged my mate along. Um, it was the day of the sign-up. I turned up at the meet store and said, get dressed, we're going out. Yeah. 
he didn't have a clue where we were going. And then <laughs> we get to the sign up. So we both signed up and trained hard then for that. Nice. So we got to our, that's, so that's my first win there. So that was a armbar win. Yeah. Yeah. In the first round as well, wasn't it? First round. Yeah. Ten, ten seconds to go, right? Yeah. The final 10 seconds. Amazing, man. Amazing. So it's just that feeling of walking into that cage at first. It's, it's crazy. I don't think for anyone who's not done it before, it's just unreal. The, the thought, like, go crazy, like, leading up to walking out. And then yeah. just the change, once you hear your name called and you're walking out, like, it just changes your mind, goes yeah. elsewhere. You, I like to say, you don't hear any audience or anything. Your mind's just, like, focused. You go into that cage and you're so fixated. Yeah your opponents you don't hear all the shouting yeah. from audience it's just crazy it just goes in a flash as well doesn't it oh yeah, yeah. amazing um yeah so that's kind of what's kicked off it all that's where i got my name the devil nice nice what, what so where where did that name come from the devil where, where did um, it, where did it originate from it's probably just from school and stuff um always up to trouble getting in trouble things like that and just being told i'm like a devil <laughs> kind of thing yeah and then i got it from my trainer dave jones as well he said oh it goes well because i'll go from dead chills and talking to being in that ring and just yeah that's where all the aggression comes out it just changes yeah, yeah. so it's like you just bring the devil out from inside <laughs> yeah so that's kind of how we got that it's just stuck, really. Nice, nice. And uh, I noticed that you're you're also a black belt in karate. Um, yeah. After training for about six, six, six just years. over six years, that's that's amazing, man. So, how, was that before you joined the gym? The yeah. So club? I was a lot younger then. Um, I started that in primary school. Nice, nice. So what, what type it, of karate was it? Uh, Shotokan. Shotokan. Oh, nice, nice. So I started it back then. Um, that was when I was first interested in any kind of combat sports. Yeah. Well, because I was so young, my mum was like, it's the safest kind of option. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. We went there, stuck through that. So it took six years to get me black belts. Nice. And I just wanted to progress onto something else because it wasn't combat enough. It was all yeah. like def self-defense. And that's that's what the whole martial arts about yeah. um, on that side. There wasn't much combat, which is what I was interested in. So I, yeah. I had to find something. Yeah. So it's it's great. So my last fight, I walked out wearing the black belt. Nice, nice. So I had that on. Um, it's like it's, a G, yeah. GS, GSP style thing, isn't it? Yeah. Just sort of starting it all off, really. Nice. Uh, since that first ultra one, we've just trained with Dave Jones. Um, did so much training with him, Danny Parker as well. And uh, we had Matty, so we've got three kind of trainers. Awesome. I had the three of those um, training, helping train me, and I, Dave got me my next fight on Budo Fighting Championship. Nice, nice. That so was, was just before lockdown, one. wasn't it? Yeah, that was, yeah, just before. There was people dropping out because they'd got uh, tested positive. So it was really all shit. that kind of environment. Yeah. So it was like really close to all that kicking off yeah well, we got me that fight uh to drop i think i was about 80 kilos at the time and Shit. i had to fight at 72 kilos oh, wow so i had to drop all that down to get to the same way it was the same opponent as my first fight 
Okay, yeah, yeah, I noticed. Yeah, D- Dovi, Dovidas, Dovidas, uh, yeah, Dostatus. yeah, awesome. So he'd after he heard I was training somewhere else, he asked, he reached out to my trainer and said he wants a rematch. Seriously. So okay, he arranged for that to happen on Budo. Yeah. So it was all sorts going down on social media. Yeah, I can imagine. Was I can imagine posts out there. Yeah, how he was coming back for revenge. I mean, it's you know, it, it's it's so timely that we speak about this because obviously this weekend, um, you know, Kamaru Usman's fighting Gilbert yeah. Burns, and you know, they're, they're sort of. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, were you and Dovidas? Were you guys in any way teammates or anything like that, or were you guys yeah, just from was, different gyms? We all trained together for the ultra events. Everyone ah, trained right, the same okay. place. Yeah, yeah. And then I started training at Unit One, and he reached out about this rematch so we got that sorted i think he went back to the original gym we trained for ultra at. okay okay and how how was how was that for you how how was it you know going into into the cage with someone that you've already faced before i mean were you, so were you going was, confident or were you were you still a bit it was bit that nice? there was a hint to confidence but also i kind of knew he was he was out for revenge um yeah, yeah. And that we had so long to train for this one. It was already at his kind of weight. I dropped down to him. So it was kind of what he's used to. So there was that bit of, what if he's just got that extra bit of training in? Yeah. Um, it, it's a fight. Anything can happen. It just takes one hit and the best fighter could lose to the worst. Yeah. Anything can happen in that cage. So yeah, there was that slight bit of, here we go. Um, as well as that bit of confidence, because I was like, I've done it before. This yeah. ain't going to be a problem. Yeah, great. It was just so much training. So I had different styles. I had uh, Dave Jones, general trainer, manager, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Matty and Danny Parker for uh, Muay Thai. Okay. So kickboxing Muay Thai with them. So there was a lot of knees kicking, all of that. And and I mean, yes. you you got him with a knee, didn't you? In the in the yeah, first round. knee to the chest knee to the chest and yeah that, so that, that, was, that was like that really that really got him down didn't it yeah it was we just kind of repeatedly did it over and over so with matty it was the combinations of the knee kick punch yeah all that all the combinations with him and we just drilled it so many times just to kind of fixate it into your mind yeah danny just kind of ruined me with fitness yeah <laughs> it was definitely some of the hardest fitness i've ever done in my life yeah and it just helped me get from that 80 kilos down to fight weight of 72. But it was catch weight. I ended up being 70 kilos. Oh, really? Wow. So you cut so 10 under. kg? Yeah, 10 Shit. kg for that. How, how was that weight cut for you? And how long did it, it take was, you to, to cut that weight? Was it was it over a long period of time? In two and a half months. Two and a half months. Wow. So it was a lot of dieting, um, water cut at the end, salt yeah. bath. How, how, stuff, how was that? Not enjoyable at all <laughs> yeah i enjoy the dieting thinking about what i'm eating that's once you get into it it's fun yeah without water cut at the end and the salt baths are, it's just can't even describe how horrible they are yeah they are nasty yeah i can imagine but, i can imagine well worth it and how was how how was that fight um, in Budo different to the one that you had in Ultra MMA? I mean, was there any sort of differences in terms of the fight camp or were they so kind of similar? The fight camp in this one, it was more structured. I had proper trainers. So I had Dave for uh, tactics and general like fitness and skills. 
Matty and Danny for Muay Thai, so kicks, knee, and all stand-up combat. So that I had that fixed there. And I also went to St. Asa, so okay. for my jiu-jitsu. Nice. Did some training there. So I had specific trainers for each part of it. So it was all working on everything. And Dave bringing all tactics together, which we didn't get with the first fight. Yeah. So we went into the fight knowing what we're wanting to achieve and what we're planning on doing. So you do feel a lot more confident. I was a lot fitter because we were just beasted for that whole time. Yeah. Just undescribed. You just can't describe how hard it is. Yeah. Um, you get asked why you do it. Um, combat sports, people seem to think the fights are the worst part. It's, it's always that build up for a fight, the training. It's just unbearable sometimes. Yeah. I can all imagine. Fair, yeah. All fair at most nine minutes of a fighting yeah all those months of training it's it's just crazy yeah i can imagine i can imagine and i mean speaking about you know what what went down last year obviously with covid and you know yeah. 2020 was a crazy year for everyone you know it was a crazy year for for a lot of up-and-coming martial artists um you know who, who weren't able to compete as much as they would have liked to yeah how 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 did you find last year and what were you sort of doing you know, in terms of training, were you guys still training or how, how was it for you? Yeah, so we trained whenever we could. Um, whenever there was a slight relax in the rules, we'd be straight down that gym, um, yeah. out running. We'd have our social bubble as well. So I'd meet with my mate who was in my bubble and we'd smash out on pads. We'd do some sparring. Yeah, It'd just be anything, trying to keep on top of healthy eating, keep that weight down. But my big thing for getting through it all is doing fitness first thing in the morning and last thing at night. Yeah. It's, it just keeps that motivation up because if you're not keeping that up, I bet lots of people have had so much energy for it before lockdown have lost most of it now if they've not yeah. been doing something. Yeah. It's so hard keeping that joy in all lockdown. It's, it's just something new to us all, isn't it? yeah yeah of course of course and obviously with with it being the new year and you know with with the you know being talk of the whole vaccine and everything like that and you know the case is slowly starting to decrease and stuff like that so i mean fingers crossed maybe maybe you know the rest of the year will be will be good so i mean what what, what are your plans for 2021 and you know how many times are you looking to fight you know what what kind of competitions have you got your eyes on what's your plans yeah so at the moment, we're holding down Budo. That's kind of our goal at the moment. We're, yeah. we're taking that title. We're going to get there. We're taking it 100%. over. Um, not just me, Unit 1. Um, there's some great fighters in there. Yeah, They're going to follow through. Every one of us is going to hold one of those Budo titles, but all in different weight classes. We're all going to lock that competition down. That is what we're doing. Like, end of this year, middle to end the next year unit one's taking over budo um, amazing we're coming for it um we're waiting for the bolton um competition on budo that's where that's in, is for. that in in because i know there's one in march um yeah but i know they recently announced that that is possibly going to get cancelled and then there's another one in may i believe yeah is that so there's one in barrow and furnace i'm not too sure where the other one is um, the other one's in Scotland, apparently, in Grangemouth, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so that'll we're be holding good. out for Bolton. Yeah. That'll be, be amazing. Good. 
Um, we're waiting for the bottom one. We'll get straight down there. We're going to be, as soon as we can start training again, we're going to be in there every day. We've um, structured it a bit more. So our Dave's going to do his classes like normal. Danny's going to start doing one-to-ones Muay Thai. So we're all going to be deadly stood up. Top it's, shape. We're all going to be fit as anything. Um, yeah, I'd love to fight. Depending on lockdown, I'd love to fight three times, two, three times this year. Um, at, at minimum, really. If I could go more, I would. But yeah, so two, three times is what I want to like aim for. Definitely get in. Yeah. And then we can come out and take that title early next year. 100%. 100%. And speaking of Unit 1, um, you know, it sounds like a sounds like an awesome gym. Sounds like, you know, there's some amazing fighters. And like you said, you know, they're all coming to take to take over Budo. It's headed by Dave Jones, who seems, you know, he seems like an amazing coach. Um, I believe he he also owns Maximus Fightwear, who yes, I believe you're sponsored on here nice, nice. very nice repping <laughs> yeah so i mean tell me a little bit more about how how dave is as a coach i mean he, he looks amazing he's got a great record um you know he's fought some awesome awesome opponents um so how, yeah. how, how has it been you know for you training at unit one mma so well dave started off training with um me at the original gym um heavy hitters so he was a student in that gym all oh, right okay um he was great to train alongside. Moving from that, obviously, since stopping, didn't speak to him for a long time. And then I heard he had his own gym, messaged him. Um, we got that set up, saw his first professional fight, which was amazing to watch. Unfortunately, it wasn't a win, but anything can happen. So we started against, training with him. But against one of one of the, the well, one of the hottest prospects in the UK. So that's a that's a it's a great oh yeah and his most recent one again which he's we just know he's just made to be a fighter made to be a trainer he's just insane um fighting Mohammed Makayev recently yeah which is just insane we all told him he's mental for doing it yeah but yeah. He, he's got some guts yeah loads of respect for him just so much guts and it it just helped drive us more if he can get in there and do a fight like that against what Europe's number one pro fighter, we can like do anything. We'll take those titles, no problem. If he's just so inspirational to watch, his training's amazing. He goes through everything so well. Yeah. I just I don't I wouldn't be where I was now without him. Yeah. And we're all such a close knit team. So we're quite a small gym, but every one of us is close. We all work together. If one person doesn't get it, one of the other one of us will help walk him through it, talk him through it. So everyone will get through everything and understand everything by the end of each session. You never walk away from one of Dave's classes confused about something. Yeah. He makes everything so clear. He's so like we always have music playing, um, anything to just motivate everyone. And it's it's not like one of those serious gyms either. We like you can relax, yeah. you can actually enjoy your training. Like, we all leave tires in pain, bruises, and everything, but just wanting to get straight back in there. Amazing. Just, that, so. I mean, and, and that is that is the dream kind of environment that you want to be in, you know, when, you, when you're fighting. Because 
obviously the fight game is is hard hard enough as it is so i think having that environment and having that team around you where you feel like you said you know it's it's like that family kind of that family yeah. kind of community community that is that is amazing man and it sounds like uh sounds like you guys are, are doing awesome things over there so so yeah really really looking forward to seeing how uh how 2021 is going to be for you guys and um so just just in terms of obviously what what the rising fighter are trying to do you know we're, we're yeah. trying to focus on on the amateur scene because we know that's the scene that you know i think the pro fighters they they do get a, a good amount of um recognition and what you know awareness yeah. in terms of sponsorship amateur fighters you know it is it is a tough it is a tough game to come up and you know yeah whether it's you know having a job on the side to just pursue the your dreams or you know whatever it is that each individual does you know everyone's got a different story so i mean how how has it been for you you know as a, as a rising fighter coming up you know in the amateur scene so far how, how has it been for you in terms of you know just grinding and and, and, and you know the support that you've been getting around yeah, so it's it, it is hard for anyone starting off. It's a hard thing. So when I started six years ago, I thought it's going to be a breeze. I had all the time in the world. Yeah. But then down to jobs, having to stop training just because any day that training was on, I was in work. It really puts a strain on it. Um, yeah. makes it difficult. But moving gyms, then going to work after a long day, then going training, you go home yeah. absolutely knackered. Yeah there's just no time for anything else. So it, which is why a lot of people don't do it or they drop out because you just don't have time to do anything else. You're either working, training or sleeping. <laughs> yeah. um, so that is a big strain for any fighter. And then like the, obviously you got helping um, getting out there on social media. It's not easy for people just starting off. Um, of you've got to, constantly be posting doing different things something new just to try and like get a bit of a profile to get out there so getting fights is a struggle sometimes unless you know someone yeah um i've been lucky enough to have dave who knows people in the fight game so we can get those we can get onto competitions but if you don't know someone it it is a struggle like i that's why i hadn't thought before knowing dave mm. Yeah, because it's just so hard. And then recently having a, a little boy, um, that has made congratulations. Thank you. But working, training, coming home to a crying baby all night. <laughs> it, it for anyone who's not yeah. all in it. So the professionals at least are getting paid to do it, so it's their job. They don't have that extra bit of work. So if anything, it, it kind of slightly easier for them. Yeah, yeah. Be any amateur trying to balance work life along with trying to build your MMA career and family life yeah there's a lot to do you've got to really want it which i think i'm starting to get the hang of um it's just building on my social media now so um for anyone who's going to be watching i'm about to start a kind of journey through learning yoga so help with stretching nice. so i think sometime next week i'm going to post my first video um I know nothing about yoga at the moment. So it's just going to be that kind of journey on not being flexible, not knowing yoga to building that up to become advanced in that. Yeah. So I'll probably start doing a few like mini series on that um, just to give people something to watch, get Amazing. out there, 
build those followers just to create a profile, which awesome. I'm slowly starting to do now with those two first round wins, but it's just not enough that you just need to build on it in other ways as well. Yeah. But we're going to come on Budo when they have bottom competition and we're going to smash it and that'll boost us up a lot more. Of course, man. Of course. And I mean, no, no doubt. It seems like you've got the passion, you know, for martial arts, having come from a background in karate and then now moving and transitioning over to MMA. It sounds like, you know, you love what you do. Um, yeah. It sounds like, you know, you're on, a, you're on the right path and you're on, you're, you're on an amazing journey. So 100% we'll, we'll, be, we'll be there to, to, you know, support you and share everything that you're doing. Um, and yeah, yoga is amazing, man. Like, you know, I think, yeah. I think a big part of, of martial arts and a, you know a, a big help for fighters is you know being flexible and being more mobile so i think yoga would definitely definitely help with that what what got you into yoga like what what sort of sparked the interest um it was i've seen so one of my trainers danny doing it um nice. watching him do it and just watching him fight is really what i just want to be the skill level he is yeah he won a title as a kid, I I want to take that Buddha title. I want to be someone that my kids can look up to and just think I'd be like so happy to be able to tell their friends in school or point out on TV that's my dad's just that was really what built it. But watching Danny do yoga and seeing other fighters do stuff like meditation and yoga, um, it's clearly something that helps something i've never tried before so i'm just happy to give anything a go yeah. to just build on what i know already for sure man for sure it sounds sounds amazing sounds amazing so i mean how how many fights do you think it's going to take you to get that strap in budo how many how many fights do you think it's going to so, take with all the training going on um do two to three this year and i think my first or second fight next year could be a title so I think on my fourth, fifth, like big fights, I think that could be it. We'll take the title. Um, there's great fighters on Budo after watching them. But yeah, I think early next year, if everything goes well with all this, on my fourth or fifth fight, it's going to be a title fight. Amazing, man. Amazing. And no, no doubt you're going to get it. No doubt you're going to get it. It sounds like you yeah. want it. So 100%, man. So just to, um, just to, just to sort of round off. Um, so, you know, as, as we're going to be doing for, for, for all our guests, three questions that we have, um, you know, that, that we always, that we always want to know, and we're always interested to know what these, what these answers are. So first question is, um, what, what's your favorite striking move? What, 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 what do you, uh, what do you like to pull off the most? Um, um so I love a, a left hook. Left hook. Nice. So, it doesn't make much sense. So my right hand is my dominant hand. It's my stronger hand. Yeah. But since doing pads with Dave, we've somehow found out that my left hook is the strongest punch. Nice. So I've not had the chance in a fight yet, but we're coming back with a knockout on the left hook this year. Yeah. Amazing, man. Amazing. Can't wait. Can't wait. And uh, second question, what's what's your favorite submission? Because um, I know you've obviously pulled off the armbar in your second fight in the first round, which was an incredible, you know, armbar. And yeah. you pulled it off just with 10 seconds to go in, in, in yeah. the first round, which is, uh, yeah, I don't think a lot of people can do that. So, 
am I right in guessing it's the armbar or is, yeah, is no. it? No, it's not. Armbar is one I got used to because in training I get caught with it all the time, so I kind of had to do that one. Yeah. Um, I love the guillotine. That's got to be my favorite choke. Favorite um, choke? Yeah, guillotine definitely. It's definitely the best submission. Um, I just there's so many positions you can kind of get it from. Of course. Um, and it's a nasty one to be in as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I definitely say that's my favorite. Awesome, man. Look, looking forward to seeing you uh, pull that off this year or, yeah. or next year. And um, finally, third third question. Um, as an as an MMA fan, um, what are your top three fighters of all time? So it doesn't have to be just in the UFC. It doesn't have to be right now. It can be, you know, 10, 10 years ago in in any organization. What what are your top three fighters of all time? Uh, so currently, uh, Anderson, um definitely an upcoming fighter yep um who else uh royce gracie and the, the og the og uh, yeah and then i'd like to keep my eye on makayev at the moment so i think if you're asking me right now i'd love to see him come up in the ufc great guy um watching him at the my last fights because he was there as well He's definitely a top fighter, um, someone who's going to be big on the TV. Yeah, yeah. And I could say that I've got his phone number. <laughs> nice, nice. Claim to fame. I mean, I, I, I completely agree with you. He is, um, he's definitely one of the biggest one of the biggest rising stars in the world right now, man. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think, I think he's going to be a, well, he already is a huge name in the, in the MMA scene, but I think he's definitely going to be at that top, top level um, very, yeah, very definitely. soon. And he's, he's got an amazing mindset. And like you said, he's such a great person as well. Um, so, so yeah, man, I, I, that's a, that's a great top three. That's a great top three. And yeah. um, finally, just, just, just one last question. I know Budo is, is, um, is, is one of the organizations that you've got your eye on, you know, you want to get that strap. What other, cause I know you fought, you fought in Celtic. What else, you know, what other, what other organizations do you have your eyes set on? Um, I'd love to be on ice. Um, nice. nice. Definitely working our way to cage warriors. And then the dream, obviously Bellator UFC, but for now we'll get into cage warriors. And then from there, we'll see where we can go. See where you can go. Amazing, man. Amazing. Well, Luke, thank you so much for your time. It's, it's been an absolute privilege speaking with you. I really appreciate you taking the time. And uh, yeah, man, it sounds like you've got a, a very exciting year ahead of you. Sounds like you've got some, some, some very important fights. So uh, no doubt uh, you're going you're gonna, to you know, take, that, take that strap um, at Budo. And no doubt you're going to achieve all your dreams of, of fighting in Cage Warriors and you know, in the UFC or Bellator or wherever you decide to go. Um, but yeah, man, really looking forward to seeing your rise this year and seeing seeing your fights and seeing how you grow as a as an MMA fighter. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for your time. Cheers! So happy to be on here. Thank you. Awesome, Luke. All right, have a have a great day ahead, and yeah, I'll catch up with you soon.